And here we are for another edition of uh, FOW Radio, well, FOW Live, on the FOW Radio Network. Patrick with me as always, uh, Danny Danger and Eric Mikavillas out on location uh, doing things that Mika does. Uh, so, yeah. Um, so, fellas, the, the end of the first month of the new year is almost over. Um, and just when I think, okay, we, we have an easy week, probably not much to talk about. Uh, we can just spend 30 minutes to an hour guessing who else is going to be in the Royal Rumble and just fantasy book the whole thing. Well, things have changed up a little bit, but before we get to all that, how are you guys this week? Doing all right. Doing all right. You know, it's uh, we're on the road to WrestleMania with uh, with the Royal Rumble at the end of this week. So I'm excited. The Royal Rumble is one of my favorite events of the year. Super same. Uh, the Royal Rumble is – a lot of people say it's second fiddle to Mania. And while I get that in terms of the grandiose stuff that they do for WrestleMania, Rumble is definitely my uh, – my favorite event of the year. Guys, we're on the road to sign pointing season. Yes, sign pointings are coming. I yep. can't wait. There's going to be at least two of them Sunday. Uh, and hopefully one more the day after. Or, I mean, depending on when they announce, well, at least when they announce when tickets are available. Um, and because I know I'll be there if I can get a ticket. Um, are you going to do the mark pick again this year where I where I had to take the picture of you pointing to the mania side? <laughs> I will do that, but uh, I, <laughs> I got to get a good – I've actually not learned, but I, I have uh, uh, Mrs. Alvarez uh, and her Photoshopping skills so she can Photoshop me inside the ring pointing at the sign. All right. Itself. So, uh, yeah, I actually – funny enough, I did that. For New Orleans, I know I took the picture. <laughs> well, I'm saying before that, I like I did it before that, like the photoshopping. Oh, okay, I see what you're saying. Couldn't have done the photoshop if it was already there. But anyways, uh, yeah, uh, can't can't wait for for all of that. It's uh, it's really interesting to you know just to think about how we're still in the pandemic. Uh, Yes. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. and we're gonna have the Royal Rumble for the first time ever. Well, not the first. Well, I guess the first time ever. No fans in attendance. No uh, now, you know, we'll talk about last year's Royal Rumble uh, in a little bit, but uh, you know, just to think about the fact that you know, I, I hear this a lot that you know it's hard to get excited about something when people in the arena are not there to get excited, like Edge's return, right? And things like that. Myself, as somebody who listen, who watches most wrestling on mute, it doesn't really affect me much, but not everybody's my kind of monster. What do you guys think about the reaction-less Royal Rumble that we're going to get? Uh, this Sunday, live on WWE Network for the last time. 
Oh, like, it is gonna be. It's the last pay per view of the network era. Second to last. Oh, they did say. Okay, I couldn't remember if they said Chamber was gonna be on. It starts yeah, with Chamber. Fast Lane. Okay, that's right. right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Honestly, I'm. It's been almost a year at this point. I I forgot what a live a live crowd sounds like. <laughs> um. So I'm kind of used to it. The only thing that I'm disappointed about is we're not going to have, you know, 20, 30,000 fans screaming down with the countdown clock. And that's one of my favorite things. Uh, it's one of my favorite things for the rumble. Can you teach your dog to deal with you? I'm not watching it with him. I'm watching it with a few friends. So I already, uh, oh. I put it in a group. I put it in our group chat. I was like, yeah, we're counting down. I don't care. They're like, of course we are. <laughs> It's like we're gonna go absolutely ape shit when that thing hits zero. So you you have multitude multiple groups of friends. What um, you're telling us? N- no, <laughs> I, I have it wasn't like you group guys chat with us. Yeah, well, yeah, it wasn't the group chat. <laughs> I with didn't us. see it. Yeah, I have <laughs> you guys, and then I have like two other friends. That's it. So you're taking more like a localized group of friends. You have your local group yeah. and your not local group. Okay. It's Eddie, my ex-girlfriend, and Eddie's girlfriend. <laughs> well, I was about to say, if Eddie was in your local group, then what the heck? Yeah, Eddie is definitely... <laughs> <in my local laughs> like, you know, those those would make for uh, very awkward rides. I, mean, I like, know, right? Says, like, I got to be friends with somebody to be stuck in the car for more than five minutes, you know? Oh, you right. You can ride somewhere, that's great, but, you know... If I don't know you and I got to be stuck in the car with you for two hours, I'm like, dude, I hope you don't mind I'm going to be snoring. I feel that wholeheartedly. Yeah. But, okay, so big, huge news. I, I thought here, see, this is why when I think we have an easy week, we have the worst weeks, right? But uh, news and probably some of the biggest. Now, I got to give Vince McMahon kudos because, you know, he signed two. Well, you know, he had help. But regardless, he got his company two huge deals. Uh, for TV with uh, USA Network and Fox, as you know, the you know the the era of live TV viewing on on TV channels decreases, and there's more on demand and cut the cable, or cut the cord thing is happening. And two huge deals for for his for his shows, and now it comes that. He has taken this network that I don't think has ever reached 2 million people uh, in subscribers. And it has now uh, sold not the network, not the library, but just the rights for NBC Universal to stream it exclusively in the United States through their Peacock streaming service. Insane. I mean, yeah. I don't know. Talk about genius. I'm still not really sure what to think about it. Like having it a part of uh, basically NBC Universal, um, just to stream it. I, I guess that there, WWE will still just be providing the content, and then mm-hmm. NBC Universal will be kind of putting it up and and monitoring it and troubleshooting it and all that stuff. So, from my understanding, it's basically. Peacock streaming 
like everything has to do with NBC, but WWE is like leasing them the content over the, I think it's a what, five year contract? Five years, yeah. Which honestly, I wasn't, when I first read it, I was like, what the actual hell is going on? Like, are they, are they selling the company? Like, what's happening? But uh, like sitting back and thinking about it, like, Vince has probably lost 75, at least 75% of his profits this, the last, over the last year with, you know, no fans, no, like all that stuff. All he's getting money off of is ad revenue and uh, merch sales, I guess. So if you think about it, the fact that he's getting, what was it, $200 million? No, it was, it was like a, was it a billion? I, I want to say B. I, yes. I feel like there's a B in there. A billion dollars spread out over five years after he's announced yeah. that. Well, over technically over a billion. Yeah. Yeah. We'll and then billion. we'll go billion right now. Like over the next five years, with with no live events because he's announced that those are canceled. Maybe maybe by the end of this year we'll get back to live Raws and live Smackdowns and live. Um, pay-per-views but who knows so he literally just flipped the script and started making money off of his content again like it's genius honestly it's genius yeah i mean the network i mean he's still paying for the network right i mean he's probably they're probably gonna build some type of feed where they, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I don't know how internet, how, how that will work in the back end, right? It's like, do I just transfer you all my files? I, I don't know. I think there's got to be like, there's probably a way where they're going to allow uh, Peacock to basically access their infrastructure to be able to stream this data over. The, but that's that's not, not here nor there. But it's fascinating. When, you know, when I woke up, um, you know, that morning, or was it last week? No, this was Monday. And I woke up on Monday, uh, and I saw literally $1 billion. I thought, oh, they sold the company to Comcast. You know, that, yeah. I mean, that's just what, what made sense to me. I mean, they have, they've, they've had a relationship with NBC Universal since the early 90s. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, they, they, they broke up for a little bit there, but then, you know, Vince McMahon's, you know, you know, showed USA, you know, and NBC how important they were to hit the, to their to their networks. Came back, you know, they, they, they've had a great relationship, uh, and I think with this Fox deal, also kind of teasing, hey, we we can't, you know, you're not the only game in town. You're not our only option. Um, yeah, that's and, true. and then and then you know. But then looking and then see just the streaming rights for the United States. I mean, they really has a similar um, deal with in Canada because in Canada they stream it through the TV a TV channel. So it's not like you can't go to the really network on, yeah, in Canada, uh, right? Yeah. So you, you go through the TV channel. So you got a deal there. Um, and now look, you, you you're huge in, in the Middle East. You know, you got the Saudis over there who probably still watching WrestleMania from the eighties, thinking it's live. Um, uh, you know, slobbering over Hulk Hogan and 
you know, Ric Flair thinking they're like superstars. (laughs) My kind of people. Um, (laughs) And then you get, you know, this huge thing now with India, right? I mean, they've been leading to something to India now. I mean, they're even apparently looking into expanding in in Asia. Uh, There's a, a huge market there. I mean, and he's profiting from all of this while at the same time, Five, he found a way to get an additional billion dollars over the next five years. Yeah. You know, he didn't have to sell anything. You know, he still owns, you know, what, 34, 35% of the company. He owns almost 80% of the voting rights. So that's, and that's the funny part, right? Well, he, you know, he owns, you know, like all the owners could basically, you know, go one way and Vince go a different, he could be the minority if everybody else gets combined. He still owns the majority voting rights regardless. So the man is genius that he's kept, you know, so much power. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and and I would just, the rights in the U.S. for five years set them pretty. I mean, look, in five years, he can choose to, look, he'll be 80 at the time. His TV deals with Fox and with NBC will be expiring. This thing will be expiring. I wouldn't be surprised if he said, okay, this is my retirement age. I'm done. And may decide to sell the company. Uh, I know, mean, what, what else do you have to do? What, what else do you have to work hard for? I mean, just go home and count your billions. And billions. I mean... <sighs> Yeah and no at the same time, I guess. Um, it's the, the landscape is definitely going to be different looking over the next five years, especially since we don't know what is coming, you know, essentially with, with all of the COVID stuff. Like, this could be his best way to make money. And cool. If not, hey, he still owns all of his stuff, so... It's definitely an interesting thing to think about if you just like, I don't know, if you just read into it. All I know is that I bought, I have stock in WWE, and that shit skyrocketed. That's what it does? Well, the trend had been down, but, you know, now it's skyrocketed. I mean, yeah. They got one billion reasons to go up, right? Exactly. So, so Danny, what do you think? Should Vince consider selling in five years instead of having to read up everything? I mean, at this point, has he built a machine to a point where Vince, go ahead and take a vacation now? Well, I mean, Vince can take a vacation without selling the company, though. He can, yeah, but he, he won't. Retire. He doesn't know how to. Well, what's he going to do once he re- sells the company then? It's gonna. What's he gonna do? He, if he's the guy who wants to constantly work, what's he gonna do once he sells WWE? Well, he he can uh, he he can do like uh, he have he can set up a mansion and call it the Triple X Hotel. Oh goodness. Um. Yeah, I don't know if I mean I don't know if he if he'll ever sell it. I I would think that it would be more likely that he would just hand over the reins to Triple H, and he would just literally take a take a step back and and kind of retire more so from active duties um, than sell the company outright. 
So what you're saying is that he would hand it over to his doofus son-in-law. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's been interesting. I mean, obviously, uh, this is a huge investment for Peacock. Now, here's the thing. So Peacock has multiple tiers uh, of subscriptions, right? First, there is the uh, a free subscription where you can watch... Uh, you know, some uh, seasons of some selected shows and also some selected movies and whatnot. So there's a lot of selected stuff you can watch. I guess similar to the WWE, uh, the free version of the WWE. And, you know, now that I think about it, you know, you can kind of connect the dots. You know, when did they start talking to NBC Universal about this? Maybe before, right before they started their free version to kind of see what that would look like. Anyways, then they have a a four ninety nine tier where you can see all of their content uh, with commercials, and then they have a nine ninety nine concept with commercial free. With, and then, of course, you can get, you can buy, you know, you can do a, an annual subscription for eighty nine ninety nine. So, looks like we're heading to what WWE will have. I guess a similar structure. It'll be free. It'll be commercial free for nine ninety nine now, like it is. Uh, then they'll have the four ninety nine option with commercials, which is where, you know, I, I, I this is where. NBC Universal and Peacock will look to get all their most of the money back. It's in the, all the advertising. Uh, the question is on the free version. Will I guess will people will, will be able to see selected stuff, but not live stuff. So if you want to see the live stuff, you have to see see it with commercials. And the one thing that I read today is that the Peacock streaming service does not allow you to start watching something from the beginning. So if you if a pay-per-view start at seven o'clock and you shut up eight o'clock, you're watching from eight o'clock on and you gotta wait till watch the rest. After oh. Yeah. I don't like that. That sounds inconvenient. Very inconvenient. So either be on time or wait. Or pay the <laughs> piper. Yeah. So those are a little bit of, of, of thoughts there, uh, but overall fantastic and you know this really sh- could be a potentially uh big 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 change because now the doesn't have to be a hundred percent you know i mean they they people still care about ratings but you know they, they found a way to continue to make more money and they've saved money in in the touring to be honest because it's not like house shows where you know you know, making, raking in lots of money. I mean, you have your towns, you know, you have New York, you have LA, you have Atlanta, uh, you know, and Miami did well also, and Orlando, obviously. Uh, you have Chicago, so I could go on and on, but there's a few spots that sells out every single time. But for the most part, so many house shows that were mostly loser pits for the company but I gotta, I gotta admit, this is what they did for the, for the workers, so they could uh, earn additional income. Yep. Because people made money off the house shows. I always thought I would think it would be a great idea, not necessarily to do away with house shows, but to be do 
less and be more selective on the locations. Stop going to a town of a thousand people, only 200 are going to show up. I mean, I think it kind of – now, don't get me wrong. I love house shows. I always have. If it's if there's one in Georgia, Alabama, even like the panhandle of Florida, I'll go nine times out of ten, um, depending on who's working that night. But I think it kind of devalues the product to, you know, throw Monday Night Raw on, and then Tuesday you have a house show, Wednesday you have a house show, Thursday you have a house show, Friday Night SmackDown, Saturday you have a house show, Sunday, like, I, I get that not the same people are watching it every single night, but that's how, just just think back to 2014, Seth Rollins, middle of a, a WWE championship run, tears his ACL. In a house show match. Page, career ended in a house show match. Like, the house show matches were just putting extra toll on the workers' bodies, whereas Raw works Mondays, they're done until next Monday. SmackDown works Friday, they're done until next Friday. Like, maybe that that could be a good positive for the longevity of people's careers. Uh negating house shows or maybe one a week and i i don't i don't really know where the live show model goes from here but it's going to be interesting to see yeah it definitely will be um i'm happy now that uh you know i will be a peacock subscriber and can finally watch uh the the new uh set by the bell tv show um, Boy. which I hadn't yet, but now I have a reason to watch it. You know, I guess I get Parks and Rec. Legally. Back. Um, and if anybody loved The Office, that that's I hate The too. Office. Yeah, I, I never got it, but it's so LS. stupid. So yeah, so mm-hmm. it's really exciting. So the change star is going to be on March thirty eight, thirty March eighteen, uh, right before Fastlane. So Fastlane will be the first test. We all remember that, you know, that February 24th date, I think, or whatever it was, back in 2014. Has it been that long? Yeah. Um, when the network crashed for the first time, when everybody tried to watch its first pay-per-view live. Um, so I imagine, I mean, that look, Peacock, they, they stream live content right now. They, they do have... Uh, rights to uh i think premier league soccer and of course they have a giant streaming service with comcast uh you know their cable uh service which they have an application xfinity app stream that it that is uh which streams live content you know for all the most tv channels so it's not like nbc universal doesn't know and is not prepared for uh, a lot of people to watch live. But then again, you know, we'll see. Uh, we'll see. We'll see how how ready are uh, the people over at Peacock. Uh, I, I shouldn't expect any issues, but there's still a lot of questions. Mm-hmm. I'm a subscriber, uh, you know, and, and so uh, everybody's going to be rolled over to Peacock automatically. Um, I'm a, and I'm assuming we'll all be given the option to opt into the 4.99 plan or the 9.99 plan. So um, 
so we're all being if we have a network subscription they're just going to go ahead and toss us to peacock yeah mm -hmm. which is kind of weird because what what if it what if a wwe subscriber already has a peacock subscription yeah that's a good question no? there's a lot there's a lot of good questions um uh so we we'll see. Uh, there's still a lot, you know, a lot of questions to be answered. I mean, everybody's still wondering the number one question: and when are WrestleMania tickets going on sale? So yeah, that's all I care about right now. So you know, between that, the Peacock transition, uh, you know, uh, there's a, a lot of questions to be still be answered. But you know, March 18th will be here before we know it. This conversation about. The new WWE Peacock relationship uh, will, will not uh, end anytime soon. We'll probably find out more and more as the weeks continue. But exciting times. Uh, again, I applaud you, Vince Man, even though you don't listen to us. At least not live. Um, you don't know. Yeah, well, that's what I said. At least not live. I know he's not listening live, but... Uh, we do we we do give you know give you props. You you, you find a way to uh, to get uh, over a billion dollars uh, for doing nothing extra. So yeah, <laughs> that that that's you know a, a, a very, that's what people you know in the business like to call a solid investment. Yeah, uh, yeah, but yeah, so. A lot of a lot of fun stuff has happened over the last uh, few uh, the few days for seven days it's been um, uh, since we we last talked and well let's kind of talk about some of these things uh, Alex Shelley of course he was he wasn't a hard to kill uh, very vague on the reason why he wasn't a hard to kill uh, I mean it's hard to kill. Who really wants to be in there, anyways? Um, but you know, and then of course, people left and right, uh, you know, insinuating what it could be. You know, of course, the C word. Uh, so he finally, after what two weeks or however long it's been since Hard to Kill, he comes out and says, "Well, uh, it, it, it's." It's not because I didn't want to, but it's just that I couldn't because my my actual real job uh, and that situation would prevent me from being there because he's a, a physical therapist, I believe. Mm -hmm. um, and with that, you know, he's exposed to people that he doesn't have COVID-19, but he also will not give up that job, which hey, that's his livelihood primary livelihood. So, I, you know, and we understand that that could mean a, he, there's that potential that he could, uh, you know, he could be subject to getting COVID. So, without no, so it's best not to be in um, in impact while he's doing what he's doing. Understandable. But my biggest question is, why so hushish about it for almost two weeks? Why not come out and say this from the beginning? Because you know people are going to talk. People talked all kinds of stuff. They talked about not only him like getting COVID, but having a family member sick. There were even people speculating that he would done some kind of murder suicide, like Chris Benoit, like that he had killed his family and stuff. Like people go crazy off the deep end with speculation. 
Um, so stupid. But I, I don't know. I mean, maybe he just wanted to keep it personal. Maybe you don't have to throw all your business out there all the time. But once so many speculations came out, he decided, okay, I'm going to at least set the record straight and let people know. But maybe he was trying to keep his personal life personal and his wrestling life wrestling. Because I know he's kind of talked about that in the past, you know, like about that. But he's kind of he's he also has been a lot more open about his personal life, you know, at least regarding his his other profession um, and going to school for that since returning to wrestling. So I don't I, I think he was just trying to keep his personal his personal life a little personal, but felt that the Internet wasn't letting him. So he he said, OK, fine, I'll tell everybody. Stop the speculation. Let everybody get on with their lives and Come get on, on to something man. else. You can't keep your personal life personal in wrestling. No, that was sarcasm. I don't I don't know if you can hand at it. But yeah, uh, I didn't hear anything about the murder suicide part. That's absolutely insane and Yeah. I know. I couldn't I I don't even know where people get some of this crap at, honestly. Um I, I'm just glad he's okay because you know, at this point in time, when you when you're advertised and then you just all of a sudden disappear, um, my, my my initial thought is COVID, um, and I, I believe once we um, found out, the first thing I said to you guys was that he has the COVID. Um, yeah, or he or he's had to quarantine because somebody he knows has it. Yeah, but. We, we know those impact checks are kind of spotty, so um, I, I, would, I wouldn't throw my real job away for it either. So I don't know. I mean, the, the question, I mean, do they even pay U.S. dollars? For all I know, they're pay, they paying Canadian pesos. Or I was they, they, still call them, Canadian, they still call them dollars. They're just not they're just Canadian dollars. They don't call them pesos. Thank you. I was That's what they call it on the other side of the border. Yeah, well, the Canadian dollar is still like six times more than the peso. Wow. Well, I wouldn't um, know. I've, I've never been down there to, you know. Me either. I hear you don't need to drink the water down there, though. I mean, you wouldn't want to drink the water. That's why they got tequila. That is the real water. I don't drink, sir. Oh, well, you know, they got virgin versions. Or Coca-Cola, I guess. You can drink Coca-Cola. That's safe. There's no Mars in the Revenge and Coca-Cola. Maybe they have, co- Maybe they have Mexico over there. Okay, so so completely and totally off topic. If we get Mexican Coke imported, does, like, Mexico get American Coke imported? And if so, like, do they have it all specially designed? Like, you know... Oh my gosh, Mexican Coke! Like anytime you go to a restaurant, like a Mexican restaurant, it's like Mexican I mean, Coke. Like if you they, go to if you I, go to Taco most, Bell, most, most Mexican restaurants have like Mexican sodas, right? Yeah, they're not like, Mexican Coke. They have like Haritos and stuff, right? But like you'll see, like okay, so well, Haritos are not soda for Chipotle. Like they they're soda completely advertise like we sell the Mexican Coke in bottles. So like. If I go to Burger King in in Mexico, are they going to be like American Coke? Woo! Probably, yeah, they love America in Mexico. I love it. 
I, I would. I mean, I, 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 I don't know whether you wouldn't. It, it makes sense. Let's but let's just let's I don't take know. a field trip to Mexico, guys. You do that. Uh, in Peru, they have American Coke. I, I've never gotten somebody excited about American Coke. But I usually eat a lot of Peruvian food when I'm in, Me- in Peru. Excited about Coke, anyway. It's gross. Anyway, I love Coke. Wrestling. Yeah, wrestlers <laughs> drink Coke. Um, but yeah, some of them do. Some of them don't drink it because of some all of the them food. drink Coke. Yeah. And some of them snort Coke. Sniff it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There some you go. Do coke, yeah. <laughs> some of them do the coke. Oh, sweet mother of God. Yeah, we're not gonna name names, but um, we're already we, off the track. We could. Um, Back yeah, we were talking men, about you know. something. We were talking about something. Um, something interesting. What was it? Impact that, and Alex Shelley. Yeah, yeah, right. Alex Shelley. Yeah. Okay. Well, look. People were the get definitely getting uh, uh, we're definitely getting very um, like crazy uh, about their reasoning. So why he was out? Glad that he finally came out and said, uh, you know, to say say what happened. What was the reason he didn't make it? Because now, um, you know, people can stop speculating and. You know, now he doesn't have to be compared to Redacted, which, you know, yes. who wants to be? Mm-hmm. Uh, over in New Japan, let's keep it short. Uh, so you don't even have to go anywhere, uh, Eric. But uh, on the road to uh, new the new beginning, uh, we are going to have a couple of matches that have been set up. Uh, well, a few matches have been set up on the road to the new beginning for the new beginning in Nagoya. Uh, the great Okan and and Hiroyoshi Tensen will not be wrestling uh, in a loser must retire the Mongolian chop and uh, Kojima and Will Osprey will not be wrestling in a no disqualification match. Interesting. The the must retire the Mongolian chop is a very unusual. Uh... It's a very unusual stipulation. Um, but I'm wondering if that means that it's kind of the time has come for uh, Tenzon to kind of slide out of the way. He retires that and then he kind of retires himself within a within a you know within the year. Yeah, it could be. I, I love more telling movie too, especially if maybe uh, he gets in the uh, the big the New Japan Cup. Yeah. You know. Sometimes they they like to put the old timers in one of these big tournaments right before they go, have a yeah. nice little setup. You know, I mean, you don't want him to be in like the G one, so he can basically lose every match either. But, yeah. Uh, in 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 the in the in the New Japan Cup, you can at least give him a couple of wins there. Or you can, I mean, even if he loses first round, like it's just one match that he lost. It's not a dozen matches like it would be in the G one. You know. Yeah. But then the Kojima and, and Will Ospreay becomes no disqualification. That's interesting too. Um I don't know if that plays into either hand because neither guy is really a I mean I mean Osprey is more adapting the rule breaker style since kind of changing uh you know, since becoming kind of a heel. 
but neither guys are known for using a lot of weapons or things like that in their arsenal. So I don't I don't know if that really plays into either guys. I think it just will lead into kind of the overall brutality of the match. Could be. It'd be uh I think also uh a reason for Jeff Cobb and the Great O'Con to show up and uh Yeah uh, and help you Ashbury. Yeah, or uh, at least yeah. Priestley. Yeah, so already a, a, fun, a fun lineup here for uh, New Japan's uh, the new beginning in Nagoya, uh, which we'll be seeing uh, on January 30th live on uh, New Japan World. Uh, Toriyano and Okada versus Yuhiro and Evil, um, Master Wato Show, Homna and Kota Ibushi versus Los Ingobernables de Japón. Uh, of course, the Great Okan versus Tenzan, Osprey versus Kojima, and it was should be your main event of the evening, Shingo versus Tanahashi. For the Never Openweight Championship, yeah. yeah. Um, that one should be a lot of fun. Be interesting to see where Tanahashi, if he can hang in the Never division. You know, it's not really a division he's ever fought in before. Um, you know, but he said that what the Never Openweight Championship embodies and personifies he said also embodies and personifies himself the never say die the never give up the powering through the this you know taking your opponent's best shot and delivering yours is uh is pretty much some of the things that that tanahashi's lived his life on so it it, it makes sense for him to want the, the never open weight championship in that regard but at the same time, it's it's very very different than most of the other matches. It's a lot more. You take a lot more physical abuse in a never open weight match than you would in a lot of other matches. Right. You know, well, this is the only division where you can say that. Uh, you can always say never instead of yes. Can never say never. You can always say never. But yeah, we'll see how how he does. That that should definitely be a, a fun one. Uh, I'm definitely looking forward to seeing uh, seeing that. Uh, uh, of course, Avin, you're you're a new Japan boy now, uh, Eric. What are your thoughts here on uh, the the upcoming uh, New Beginning shows? Uh, Suzuki Goon shows no mercy. Atta boy, thank you very much. Appreciate it. Thank you for you're coming. I'm Be here so next I week. Well, you know, as long as you don't ask for a race, um, that, that's all we don't ask for races. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's that. Uh, fun, you, either you see, uh, what is it called? Uh, uh, oh, I don't even know what it's called. The uh, dynamite? Mat. No, no, oh, we'll dynamite? get to that. We'll get to the spectacle. Okay. Yeah. Um, I have not watched the Dynamite. I, I heard the Eddie have... Kingston and Lance Hoyt was pretty good. Yeah, as I was you would expect. Say, I don't have the time for 800 shows now that I am regainfully employed. Now that but, you're employed. Yeah, um, but I will check. I'm going to check it out tomorrow when I get home from work. But um, yeah, I heard the the Kingston Archer match was. Absolutely fantastic, and I can't wait to see it. Good, good. 
Um, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know anything that happened except for, I guess, the uh, the Good Brothers and the Young Bucks teamed up to uh, basically destroy the uh, Dark Order, or, you know, what's left of it. Um, oh, they actually teamed up? I figured they were going to have infighting. No, not yet. I mean, not yet. You give them a little time, though. There'll be trouble in paradise. Right now, they're probably having fun uh, ma- making Tamatonga mad at them. So they got they got to enjoy that for a while. Um, it's some fun news then. Um, yeah, Mika Satomura is joining NXT UK. She's going to be uh, part of the brand. Um, she'll not be coming to the US, but she'll be. You know, we may eventually see her. Back here, of course, she worked with WWE back in 2018 in the May Young Classic, and you know, and and she, I think she also even had a like coaching, I guess, coaching stint uh, a couple of years ago. Uh, but yeah, she's uh, coming to NXT UK, which, by the way, has been fantastic uh, lately. Uh, I've been going back and. We're watching back the uh, restart for uh, NXT UK and uh, yeah, uh, what, what definitely worth the watch. Uh, but yeah, guys, how excited are we? Rico is uh, officially on the WWE roster and and she's uh, diving right for the champion, Kaylee Ray. She's going yeah. right for the champion. Sucks to be Kaylee uh, Ray right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she might get uh might get beat up. Pretty bad, yeah, because uh, Miko doesn't mess around. Look, Kaylee Ray said she wanted the best of the best in competition for her title. And, I mean, we're coming right out the gate with Mako Satamora, So, uh, you can't get much better than uh, that. So, uh, I have the uh, pleasure of seeing Mako wrestle at the Mae Young Classic. Jesus Christ, that was three years ago, wasn't it? Um... And absolutely loved it. So I cannot wait to see what they're going to do with her. Um, Fingers crossed. It's not... um, They don't do a terrible job with her because she is a Joshi legend. Um, So yeah, I, I am ecstatic. Especially when Danger texted us all this morning. Like I was at work and I like fist pumped. (laughs) <laughs> yeah that, i mean that was definitely the best way uh to 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 wake up like yeah because i mean uh she's been running uh her promotion syndicates for how long now like like 20 plus years yeah it's been and, a long time since for syndicates yeah yeah but you know that that i think it's it's definitely it was definitely time uh I'm so I'm so happy she's gonna you know she's gonna be not necessarily for her to have the experience but for her to pass on her experience because uh, you know yes. it's the the UK girls uh, don't really get the same opportunities as the you know Tegan Knoxes and all that fun stuff because yeah they, they don't have the, it's not traveling to the uk yeah right they don't have the sarah del rey's they don't have the lord Ten's eyes and norman smiley's and hbk's down in the uk to give them advice i don't 
I know that at one point in time they were speaking on making a NXT UK Performance Center, but I don't know if that ever came to fruition. But, I mean, that's a valuable tool that people can use in the UK because Mako... Mako's been around the game for a while. 30 plus years. Yeah. Yeah, 30 plus years. So I think everybody, not just the women, of course, but can learn from her. Exactly. Well, to to, to your good news, they do have uh, a performance center in the United Kingdom. Um, I wasn't sure. I I remember them talking about it, but I didn't remember hmm. if they ever pulled the trigger. Yeah. So. Uh, but uh, yeah, I think they they established it what two years ago. This was like pre-pandemic. Possibly. Yeah, I know that they were talking about it a couple of years ago. Yeah. So. But yeah. Uh, so where were we? Yeah. I was at home. Well. Yes, you were at home, but um, and my topics here. Uh, okay, so let's go ahead and talk about the superstar spectacle. Um, six six matches uh, in front of a sold out crowd live from India um, as the Thunderdome uh, belonged to India. Uh, and te- you know, India uh, Well, they were there, not alive. Come on, there. Um, but yeah, so I, I, I wonder how they would do this. And I said to myself, self, they probably are gonna get these fans to sh- to to go to be on the little screens. I mean, they're doing this at nine a.m. in the morning, so obviously, it's live for um, prime time for India and. And yep, they did the thing. Uh, and we kicked off with Finn Balor making his Thunderdome debut uh, because, you know, he's been in uh, in NXT since uh, the uh, the Thunderdome was since Thunderdome came out. Um, and, well, he gets to enjoy the CWC. Um, but, yeah. Uh, and he defeated Guru Raj in seven minutes, uh, making him look uh, very good. Um, yeah, it was a fun match, and nice to see Finn Balor uh, definitely over with the Indian crowd. Yeah, um, that's one thing that I think Finn Balor has a good is good with doing. He's good at getting himself over with the crowd, regardless of where they are. Um, but I think they were happy just to see. Um, see him live, you know. I mean, he's a big star, so I think they were happy to see him live on on the show. And at that point, at the very beginning, I think the fans were anxious and excited and ready to see wrestling. Oh, for sure. You know what they say: Ballot Club is for everyone. That indeed it is. Um, Next up, we had uh, the tallest and the smallest uh, of wrestlers as. Uh, Ray Mysterio and Ricochet teamed up with Giants Sanjir and Dilshar Shanky. Those two are uh, students of um, the great Kali. 
versus uh, Shink, Shinsuke Nakamura, Cesaro, King Corbin, and Dolph Ziggler. Uh, that was a fun, uh, a, a fun uh, eight-man tag, I, I will say. Uh, you know, the team of Ray, uh, Ricochet, Sanjir, and Shanky would make great for a, a chicken fight at the pool. Because I don't think Ricochet or Ray would even touch the water. Yeah, they, they were, would not. They were their, their feet wouldn't even their feet tall. wouldn't even be in the water. No, no, yeah, those guys not even in the splash. Students of the Great Kali, both over seven feet tall. Don't know what's in the water over there, but uh, it's producing a lot of really tall human beings. <laughs> yeah, you, 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 yeah, you, you can't, you can definitely not teach that. You know what I'm saying, you, not in the U.S., but you can teach that apparently in India. So, wow, the great Kali oh, taught wow. them how to be seven feet tall. Mm-hmm. Yes, huh. yeah, j- just to prove to uh, whatever his name is now, you can't teach that. Oh, Enzo. yeah, so and, I'm confused because yeah. I don't feel mm-hmm. like that this was quote unquote live because it wasn't, it was taped a few, I think, sometime last week. But even then, like the the storyline doesn't make sense because Shinsuke is face now, so he would have no reason to team with. Well, he's friends. He's friends with Cesaro, and he can't say you know you know he he doesn't accept every single match. You know he doesn't have to agree with every match that he has to wrestle. Like, hey, we're gonna be this forward man in this eight man tag. And you're going to be on this side, and that's it. Kayfabe, brother. Kayfabe. You know what I'm saying? Kayfabe is what so, he's saying. It means you, he doesn't yeah, get exactly. an option as to who he gets to team with sometimes. Yeah. He not, gets paid not, his... you, don't get, you don't always get to team with your friends, basically. Yeah. Okay? Uh, you ain't running you through, you ain't your the show, money. You get paid mm-hmm. your 1099 money, and you do what they tell you. Because sure. you're an independent contractor, and that's how it goes. So... They write you a check every month, or however often they pay you. Touche. Uh, AJ Styles defeated uh, Jeet Rama in uh, 8 minutes, 30 seconds. Uh, another fun match. Uh, happy to see that they weren't bringing these top guys uh, and uh, putting over the Indian uh, the wrestlers, uh, you know, as one may also call them. Rookies, because I mean, they're still a lot of them still learning. You could tell, but um, yeah, uh, another fun one. But you put them uh, in there and, with people like AJ and like Balor, who can help. Uh, who can help if they're if they are kind of you know a little yeah. rough around the edges. That you put them in there with well experienced people who can help take care of them and still make them look good. Facts. Yeah. Completely yeah. agree. And then you get your uh, tag team action in the women's division. Charlotte Flair and Serena Ugh. Sanu defeating Bailey and Natalia. Yeah. Nat- Natalia, of course, the goat. Boat. The boat. The boat, whatever. Boat. The... English, not my first language, all right? Mine either. Um. I can do without Charlotte anytime, anywhere, any place. So anytime that she's on my television, I really don't care. Um, I was surprised because I thought that it, I thought we were going to see Kavita Devi 
in uh in this show somewhere being that she was the first Indian woman ever signed to WWE. But um yeah, I was a little surprised that um she was not part of of it. Um but I think there's a bigger story behind that. I don't know if she was quarantining or what, but um but it definitely seems uh it seems a little odd that she wasn't there, uh, part of it. Yeah. That was definitely um that's definitely uh interesting cuz I mean I I figure she like you said she would have been there. Um but she wasn't, and that was very weird. Um, in your main event, Drew McIntyre, um, and Indus Sher uh, defeated Jinder Mahal and the Bollywood Boys in uh, little over twenty Bollywood minutes. Was reunited. Uh, they're back and employed. Yes, well, they still employed. They were always employed, but uh, it was um. No, it was I think just they, they, they weren't with gender for a while. They were. Yeah. They were. Well, no, they they were let go. The, the, the Bollywood boys were released, you know, because they were the same brothers in WWE. They were released. Yeah. And so now they got rehired as the Bollywood boys. Okay. Because so they were the Bollywood that's the boys in sometimes, yeah. Yeah. That's true. I was they were the, sad. That's true. They were the Bollywood boys in the Dusty Classic as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was just sad that Heath Slater wasn't here. Yep. Couldn't make couldn't make a reunion of the uh, 3MB. 3MB is all I care they, for. In India, they would have loved that too. Oh yeah, they would have gone crazy 3MB's, for that. 3MB is huge in India. I hear that like all of their albums went platinum in India. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they probably double playing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, of course, uh, you know there, there was a cameo uh, with uh, the great Kali. That he had a video cameo. They also had this like special pack, like uh, dancing package. Uh, you know, they were there li- dancing live. They had a, a big, big performance. Um, uh, which was uh, very interesting. I mean, I, you know, kind of see the kind of dance you see break down in a Bollywood movie, I guess. Um, but yeah, it, it seemed like they really had a big celebration. Uh, uh, of course, it was uh, National Republic Day in India on uh, on Tuesday, so you know, a special national holiday for them. Uh, yeah, so, and then, of course, at the end of the night, uh, Triple H must pose uh, yeah. to remind everybody uh, who who is the uh, who, who's the guy in charge, who they get yeah. to thank and praise uh, for this night uh, and, as he closed out the show with uh, the, the talent there. Uh, but overall, a very fun and easy hour and a half show to watch. Um, uh, they they did their best to to showcase talent that they have, and with this expansion in India and the plans that they have, of course, that's a huge market uh, because apparently there are huge people there, and there's also a lot of them. 
a lot of them, yes. It's just a very yes. overpopulated country, like densely populated areas. Yeah. I, I, I wonder if they if, if like half the people are seven feet tall. I don't know, but I I I would be surprised. Yeah. Uh anyways, yeah, so good good there. So because we're only on a two a two hour time limit, apparently, and you know, uh, we always want to make sure there's enough time at the end for Eric to rant. Uh, no, Eric doesn't have to rant this week. Yeah, but you never know. We're, we're giving you the time. Uh, and because we don't want to miss our AWE watch along, um, we'll do it now. We're, we're gonna, so we're going to uh, take, a, take a quick watch. If you go to uh, Atlanta Wrestling Entertainment on the YouTube and just search for Leo Rush versus Sugar. I guess the D wasn't there yet. Um, I don't yeah, know. I think so, it's spelling. I think they're probably yeah, probably. Sugar, uh, sugar. Yeah, so this is from House Party Five, November fifteenth. Uh, so this is uh, one of the fun, uh, one of the shows in the now deceased uh, quad building. Yeah. Quad building over on Spring Street in uh, Atlanta in Midtown. So yeah, uh, and this was Leo Rush's AWE debut uh, against uh, Shug D. Uh, so yeah, let's go ahead and take a watch and, and uh, kind of uh, discuss as we see. Uh, of course, we may get interrupted by a commercial break here there. So we'll play along. So here, Barabin as your referee. What's not shown is... Uh, oh, look, that's me walking very, away. Did a very ex fun entrance using uh, the song uh, Hotline Bling. He had yeah, a very yeah. similar outfit to Drake's, danced out to it, but of course, due to copyright laws, that is not on the YouTube clip, unfortunately. He did yeah, a little yeah. bit of the dancing when it was part of the meme and everybody was popular with it. Um, you know? Ever since you yeah. left the city, you know all that stuff. But um, so that they had some really good promos leading up to this match as well, um, where Shug was Stay talking good. about Leo being kind of the new new dog on the block. You know, he'd had a couple hits, but did he look at me running power? quickly? And uh, Shug was was saying, you know, hey, I'm the older dog. I've been here a long time. Like, you know, you got to if you want to hang with with the best, you got to see if you can hang with me. Yeah, and um, here we go. We lock up. This is definitely a match I was definitely interested in seeing, of course, seeing, no, knowing and seeing Suge, uh, you know, in the area for a while now. And then this kid, Leo Rush, comes in. I was like, okay. Uh, the first time a 16-year-old has wrestled in a wrestling ring. He wasn't 16. Uh, he was a little bit older than that, but he looks 16. I know. I mean, he still looks 16. Yeah, he definitely is. has the the look of youth on him. <laughs> Eric, were you at this show? This was my first show. Oh, this was your first show. So oh. um, have you heard of Leo Rush before this? Yeah. Okay. He had done some stuff with, uh, I don't, I think he had been in the, the top prospect. The ring of of ring of yeah. At that point. Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. You're right. And he had started making some waves a little bit, but he was still, this was before his WWE run. So he was still, you know, Relatively greenish. Yeah. yeah, a little bit, a little green, but his, his well, quickness and his athleticism was always there. 
I mean, let, let's be let's 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 be honest. Let's break kayfabe. I mean, he has been green since the day he was born. That's true. <laughs> um, For anybody that might not know, his his real last name is Green. But yeah, yeah. So this was the first time I've ever seen um, sugar outside of his Chikara gimmick of the basketball player. Basketball. Yeah. Wait, now, did did his uh-huh. basketball gimmick come? Was it? Um, Supposed to be alongside that movie Semi Pro? Was that what he was supposed to be from, or was it before Semi Pro happened? Here's I can't really remember, break. honestly. Okay, I think it was afterwards. Okay, because that's it, it reminds me very much so of like Andre 3000's character from that movie, but yeah. I didn't know if that was intentional or if the or if he had been doing the character before the movie and it was just coincidental. Um, yeah, I think it was after the movie. Um, but yeah, so it was a shock to me to not see Suge coming out with a yeah with a basketball and a jersey on. So were I was. You, like, yeah. were, were you looking forward to seeing was it Kareem Abdul Jamar? He like to call himself. No. And then he was Sugar Dunkerton. Yeah, yeah. Kareem Abdul Jamar. Yeah. Because <laughs> Suge was one of the selling points for me to actually come to the show. Right. Um, what were your impressions of the quad? I mean, very intimate venue. I re- that was my favorite venue. I really, really liked it. And it, like right. you said, it was an intimate venue, but at the same exact time, like it felt full all the time. Like yeah. even when there was only a handful of people there, it still felt like it. Your voice like reverberated Carried. in there, so it, it felt like it was yeah. a lot, a lot fuller than it was. Is even yeah. for this show, there was still a very, there was a very small crowd because we were doing shows at the quad every two weeks. Yes. So yes, this is really the season pass. Ooh. Yeah, it was yeah. part of the season pass. Larry, it turned to uh, out there. Yeah. Should be nasty clothesline show, showing Leo Rush that uh, that Atlanta is where the real big boys play. Yeah. Oh, big huh? boys play. Oh, yeah. me him in the face in the corner. Leo was coming to collect, but Suge uh, said he already paid his dues. Excuse me, Leo Rush. There is a toll zone in Atlanta, and you must pay the toll. All right, let's see how long it takes Butterbean to actually start a 10 count here, guys. Uh, I think he just started. Yep. No, I don't think he started the count. No, he's chilling. He's chilling. He's just telling him, "Come on, get back in." Get yeah, back he in still hadn't head. started the ten count. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that that looks like chilling. He started counting, but he's, I guess he's kind of like motioning for them to get in the ring, but he hasn't started counting yet. He's good, guys. Don't 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 make me make it count. Don't make, don't me, count. make me count. I like counting. Why didn't we call him out on that making the count? We always did. He just didn't did care. You? Yeah, I never paid attention. I, I mean, I guess I was busy doing other stuff. Yeah, like legitimately, I would right. like anytime somebody went to the outside, nobody started to count. I'm Come just on, like, so do we not count. do ten counts or? They very rarely do them. They, they, they look at this. The fans, into sugar right here. Um, yeah, Leo, well, Leo was the in, outsider, the the outsiding prospect. So, sugar was you know as he's always been the hometown guy. So he always gets the uh, the fan the fans on his side. Yeah, of course. For the, for those listening, should should be you you would know him, but uh, uh, he's uh, lately been known uh, as seen uh, in on TNT as Pineapple Pete. 
Um, I are going to leave that down. And on the Jericho cruise as pineapple. Yeah, yeah. We ran into that Sunday. Um, somebody was shouting Pineapple Pete. And then after his match, he cut a promo and he was like, and remind him what my name is. And then we all started chanting Shug. So that was fun. Well, hey, look, you can call him whatever. As long as those checks cash. That's what I'm saying. Shug is still one of the best technical wrestlers in the oh, game yeah. right now. He I is love so fantastic. And I, th- I mean, not not to say anything bad about him, but I mean, I think he's gotten even better after his UK run. Yeah, oh, yeah. which is fantastic because he was like, this is pre-UK here. And yeah. like, he's still got really, really good. Like everything he does is so crisp. And so yeah. like, he, it doesn't matter if there's, 10 people in the crowd or a full arena. Like he knows how to play off of a crowd's emotions and he's so good at it and he's so good at what he does, but the UK run just somehow made him 10 times better. Yeah. Yeah. I I think like, I really believe that the, uh, the, the UK run helped him uh, be able to, uh, see that he can be more and do more than just, uh, it being a showmanship because entertaining was he's one of the best, and I think that people that maybe in many places he was expected to be just a character that entertained just people. Act, yeah. Uh, and and from there he came out and now you know look he's having a great run in PXWX as the pure champion, uh, and yeah, like you know every match. I mean it's a technical match. I mean him and. Uh, uh, Alex oh, what's Shelley his name? Recently. Alex Shelley, yes, had a great match Shelley at Show six, the Year yeah. Six. Yeah, uh, I would right, say recently, so, but over a year ago at this point. Goodness, yeah, pre pandemic, y'all. Um, mm-hmm. this was one of my although this happened in 2015, and a lot of great wrestling happened in 2015 because you had a lot of great stuff in NXT. This was mm-hmm. one of my favorite matches that I saw that year. Um, yeah, especially live just because there was the the contrast of styles. There was the um, the fiery promos from both guys helped um, really helped sell this match. Unfortunately, you didn't get to see those tied in with this YouTube clip, um, but they're both great. You need to go out of your way to find those, you know, as well. If I'm not um, mistaken, like I feel like I'm sitting right over here, right off to the edge, um, off to the left side, or yeah, yeah, to the yeah. left side, because because there was right a stage right behind these, there, right. Yeah. On the yeah, right it, side was like a, a st- solid stage wall. Yeah, and it, that's where they had, had the rise, where they had extra chairs. Yeah, yeah they on the right they the had the projector screen. If I'm if I'm remembering correctly. Yeah, on the on the right yeah, side yeah, where yeah, I am yeah. with the sound. It was just yeah. a wall. They didn't really put seats there. I think they made. Yeah. Sometimes they put like one row of seats there, but other sometimes. times they found that because the wrestlers moved around so much, they just didn't yeah. have the chairs there. But then, is, I think. Where Eric is saying he's sitting, that's probably where you you guys used to sit as well, right? Yeah, 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 right over there to the to what's the left of the of the room yeah. from the yeah. So like room. this was mine and Eddie's first show, and like like I like I've said before, um, Danger and Mike Prime were two of the first people that I, well the two first people that I met, and we had struck up conversations with them, and we had no idea what we were doing, so they went over there and we sat a little bit. Yeah. yeah, Like we sat a little bit further down. Cause I was like, these guys are cool. Let's sit by them. Yeah. Yeah, That's the, the, the fanatics were sitting. Yep. 
where the yeah the 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 Cobb wrestling fans used to sit over there and such. This is before I um, K quicked and got rowdy at AWE shows. I was just kind of yeah. You were kind of like, what's going on here? Let's check it out. I was new, so I didn't want to, you know. Overstep. For me, you can see that Josh Wheeler drinking a beer and look at the hair. Yeah, his hair was yeah. all long and wild then, huh? Yeah, on the right hand side there by the Leo's by the wall. On, yeah, Leo's got him up on his shoulders. Oh, there, there you go. The DVD. Only thing that's changed out of that is Wheeler's hair. Yep. There you go. <laughs> and maybe his shorter. taste, because now he drinks the Hennessy with. Well, now he drinks. What, I mean, pretty sure he'll drink whatever they buy him. So. Yeah, that's yeah, true. he takes yeah. whatever somebody yeah. buys him. He's a connoisseur, but he's also not picky. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad in, in this one the uh, hierarchy fans are opposite the, uh, the 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 cam, so you can only see like the back of their heads. Like you can see, yeah, uh, see where they were sitting. Big O and uh, Nathan and stuff were there. Yeah, Nathan and Justin and stuff. Shout but I mean, if you honestly guys. think about it, like um, legitimately, that's kind of how we that's kind of how we rolled, like. Even past this, the hierarchy fans stood on one side of the ring and yeah. beautiful. Oh, look at Justin beautiful. over on the other oh, side. Gosh. Yeah, Justin a little crazy. And then the hierarchy, <laughs> like we would always be across the ring from each other because because during that sixteen oh, year, that. that was yeah. such a war between like the quote unquote heroes and the quote unquote like the hierarchy because yeah. you know this and the was, fans too. The yeah, fans. was this. Was it this event or was it um, Follow the White Rabbit where Chip Day turned and all that stuff? No, it was like Kim joined and then uh, Kim joined later, I thought. Yeah, it was like it was either this event or Follow the White Rabbit 2 because it was one of the first couple of events when that Kim I went first to. first came in, she came in as part of the hierarchy. She was brought in essentially as part of the hierarchy. I thought she never came in like without them. Or no, she did. She did. She came in and teamed with and Armor and then the turned on time. Armor. Yeah. Yeah, turned on. Yeah, I mean, she was, she was in this. Yeah, she was in the sixth man tag, I think. Yeah, because pinned Murder yeah. One. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're right. Time. You're right. She was and then she to be her and JT Dunn teaming mm-hmm. against uh, Murder and uh, I want to say Murder and Jimmy, but JT couldn't make the show. Right. And then they, they booked Gunner for JT or for 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 Jimmy Rave at yeah. Show of the Year. Oh my gosh, you know what? I just remember this show. We, we Chase Jordan was on this show. Oh, and his mom was there yelling <laughs> the whole time. Come on, Chase. Oh, he's somewhere behind Go you. Chase. Go, Chase. Come on, Chase. The whole match, he was he was wrestling. She was just yelling. Yelling that way. And oh, and he was never seen again. <laughs> he, wasn't, he wasn't that good, but mostly I think it was because his mom was so annoying. Ooh, right here comes the comeback. Oh, and the, the headbutt. Head this is, this oh, is how beautiful. you use your head. Boom, it's over. such a terrible Headbutt, both guys, both guys are unconscious. Out. But Shug falls on top of his, on Leo. and Broadway jumped out of his seat for that. What is this guy doing? So, some guy just showed up and threw a t-shirt on, on, on the back of uh, Shugby. I don't know. Absolutely don't know fantastic match. Yeah. Great match. Great match. Um, a lot of great stuff are on here. So apparently they've added 
the premiere episode of Loud on YouTube, yeah, Italy's yeah, YouTube first, page. Yeah, it's supposed to be every about two weeks after it airs live, um, then it'll hit YouTube. That's awesome. Uh, the first Battle of New Atlanta, probably one of uh, my funnest shows, of course. That one uh, had the uh, mi- the the main event for the first half, Martin Stone, now Danny Birch versus Zach Seven Jr., They added they added several of the shows to YouTube that were on uh, IWTV. When they took them off IWTV, they threw them onto YouTube. Oh, is that what that is? That's where you get the first battle in Atlanta was was um, was done for IWTV or (laughs) Homicide versus Murder. That was interesting one. See now, one of my one of my favorite shows, and actually let's let's do an extra since we didn't get to watch one last week. And well, you know, I, I'm the host of this thing. Uh, I could pretty much uh, take us any route. Uh, so, of course, we all know Brett Eisen has been a wrestler. He's been big in the in the in the South, you know, with uh, the way that you know with Southern Underground Pro, and now uh, with Action Wrestling well, and PWE. This is the first time I've ever seen him wrestle. This is back in 2016. Tear the pub at the pub. Uh, This is the the first time I got to see him. Yeah, at the famous pub. The first time. Tyson beat the ever loving shit out of each other. No lie. I feel like that was here. It is strong style, strong style. This was like a showcase show. There were a lot of people that we hadn't seen before. Mm-hmm. Um, on yeah, show. I was. I feel like I was here, but I'm not standing next to Eddie. Yeah, you're probably there. Stage is probably blocking you. But yeah, this is my favorite big boy match from AWE. I mean, they they start out throwing haymakers, and then they're throwing yeah. shoot headbutts. It hasn't even been a minute in; they've already shoot headbutt each other like three or four times. Now they're doing shoulder blocks. Yeah. Neither guy's budging. Maybe I had to pee. Eric, you're definitely not standing. Look, there's Mika Villa's front row. Right there. She just uh, said, excuse me, Mike Prime. I got to get to the front row. Um, yeah, because you're definitely not with the uh, Columbia, Columbus Crusade, as I, as I like to call it. Maybe I was uh, mingling. Drinking a Coke? No, I don't do that. Maybe I you was drinking Coke oh, shit. Oh, yeah. This is a big boy match, guys. You guys got everybody listening. Go to YouTube and uh, oh under... shit! <laughs> yes. Yeah, I see those I, you know Brett Eisen versus Lee Byford. Okay, I know that you know the, the main reason I wanted to see this is because of uh, of course Bison. Dylan Hales uh, there next to Papa Hales. Uh, uh, them, of course, being huge fans of uh, uh, Brett Eisen, good friends of him. There. Uh, did, they was know, this... did they know Brett before this point? Oh or yeah, yeah. Because oh, they did. Yeah, no, they knew him because okay. they, he's been also he's, uh, he's been also Brett is friends, 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 friends with uh, or with Jesse with Righteous Jesse. Gotcha. gotcha. And yeah, so yeah, gotcha. They, they they definitely know. Plus, was Dylan this the keeps, uh... well, he keeps everybody types of everybody in the south. Gotcha. So, was was this the Tessa show? Don't know the Tessa show would have been no. a roar show. Yeah, Tessa show was a roar show technically. 
Yeah, this was not a Tesla shot. Man, just knocking his head, just rocking his head around. Because I yeah. feel like I remember this, but I don't know where I'm at. Yeah, no. Like a weird sleeper choke on him. The, the main event of this match was the Carnies versus the Hierarchy. Heidi was on this no, show. It, yeah, this, this was, was the Heidi show? Okay, I missed this completely then. Yeah. Because this, this was like the one where they were having all these new people be- yeah, coming to try out. Debut to try out, and that's what these guys did. Essentially, this was their tryout yeah. match. Okay. Yeah, I had to work this day. We, we, had, we, had, we had the freelance folks here, uh, Kenny Sutra, and uh, uh, zoom out. No. And the, the beauty and the the beauty and the and the beast. Yeah, was here. Dale Patrick's first time here. Mm-hmm. Um, who else was? Uh, uh Ke- Kevin Koo, Park. Maybe? Now, now Kevin Koo. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was Kevin Park fan still. It was uh-huh. a weak ass chop. Matt and Matt, Matt Nix, of course, leading the uh, the Chicago car. Down there, yeah. and the the the, the infamous uh, match of the of the Duke Bags, uh, Rude Boy Riley and Aaron Epic. Yeah, talk about a match that doesn't age well. Look at those big boys yeah. fight. They are just pummeling each other, and that was like a weird backbreaker off the ropes kind of thing. They literally just—I mean—they started out hard and heavy, and they didn't really slow down much. They slowed no, down they did not. they started getting tired. But I'm now he's just he got better face referees. like he's, he's fish hooking him because the referees are cheap. That's you get what you pay for, okay? Or or, or or lack thereof, I guess. Yeah. Like just watching Butterbean in the last match, like his give a fuck meter was zero. And Stan's kind of the way. same way. Yeah, Stan definitely is kind of that way too. He's like, eh, whatever. He doesn't really get into it like Unless it's a hierarchy match. Yeah, only because he's paid. Yeah, unless he gets the PayPal money. Yeah, PayPal stand, baby. Yeah, I mean, I've heard of Lee Byford before this, but not, not of, of Brett Eisen. And then, and then they they wrecked each other's lives. They did. And, uh... This is by far my favorite match of this show, but like I said, my favorite, I guess what you would say a horse match. This is a real horse match. Not just a match of fat people. Jesus. Yeah. This was the return of the Carnies when they came in as with the 666 and everything. Yeah. And they finally laid out the hierarchy for like the first time ever. The hierarchy was left laying at the end of mm-hmm. the show. Because they got Triff Cassidy and you had the Carnies together to make to make the official Carnies. And they were still they were still team IOU, but they were calling the group the Carnies. Yeah. Priscilla Damn. Them as well. I know look at this. Look at this. Back of the head. Oh. Backdrop driver. Mm-hmm. Was a nice Is this enough? Is this enough? I don't think so. Nope. I don't think so. Dump him on his ugly head a few more times. I enjoyed this this uh, place only because they, yeah. they, they, they had real food. Yeah, they did have real food. <laughs> um, so we get there early and get like real good food. I, I, I hated my view because... Uh, I, if you guys can see the screens at the back, that's where the, the yeah, sound booth like was. Under the screens, but, yeah. But ooh, this was sound, ooh, nasty buy for there. Yeah. Uh, but the sound booth was made for like people who were seven foot tall. I couldn't see 
Yeah, and I, then you could I couldn't see a lot of times. Yes. Well, maybe you should go to around. India. I hear they teach that there. Yeah, well, I, I think I'm 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 man, past that point. Oh, look at this! Oh, salt mist. Oh, now Brad Ison's like, all right, I'm up. Boom! Four to the back of the head. Two, One, two, three. and that's it. I told you they come they come out strong. Yeah. Big boys collide and look at that. The crest happy stance like I am out of here. The, the AW strong, fanatics God, have a man. brand new fan uh, have a, you know become fans of a brand new wrestler they've never seen and before. Neither guy, neither guy would come back. No. Of course uh, not. We, we definitely it would be funny if they ever had uh, Bryson back on. Uh, but yeah. yeah. Uh uh, that that was definitely uh, an, an interesting one, um, man. I, I we got to see two shows this week. That was perfect. Uh, and, and you know, I think that to me, uh, AWE is such a special place uh, because you know uh, it, it's like the, the 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 most I've ever felt to like a home promotion. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. By the way, uh, yeah, kudos to, uh, you know, greetings to Ali, who's listening live from South Africa. I uh, hope everything's well over there and you are safe. Keep enjoying pro wrestling. Thank you for listening. Uh, but, yeah, uh, and, man, I've never felt, like, at home as I have in AWE. And it, and that will say I, I don't care. Uh, I never really care much about – uh, the promotions here in the Georgia area, you know, I have never been this. I've always been outspoken about how much I dislike Southern wrestling, uh, you know. So, yeah, but AWE came in and, and just showed something different for me. It just gave a different vibe. And, yeah, I got I to gotta say – Best. So everybody listening and everybody listening uh, later on demand. A little wrestling entertainment's got a lot of good stuff. Uh, you can go to YouTube on the YouTube page. They have a lot of fun content over there. You can see throughout the years. Uh, of course, you can check them out on Right Now TV Monday nights at 9 p.m. Thursdays the replay. Uh, and yeah, if you're ever in the Atlanta area. And you're here for a Sunday show when they are having a live show. Show up. They're, you know, inexpensive tickets, $20, $30. Um, and they, they're currently running once a month. Uh, so the next show, February 21st. 21st uh, one week of Thanksgiving. So, you know, find a few people that you love for Valentine's Day. Give them a ticket to AWE. And yeah, go fall in love main with e- more wrestling. The main event, yeah. ju- the main event for the show, just announced today, as ACH will be defending the GWC against Ashton Starr. Um, Ashton making the call that he wanted the, t- the champion, and the champion obliged. And oh. now that will be the main event of the February twenty first show, TV taping. There you go. That's awesome. Uh, I too plan on making my return. Uh, so I was right. not able to be there uh, last time, uh, but yeah, uh, I can't wait. I have I don't know what's happened 
at the last tapings, I, I I know you guys were there, but I'm not asking for any. Uh, you want to wait and, and see on spoilers. TV? Yeah. I want to see it live on TV for the first time and be surprised. So yeah, all right. Uh, I, I'm enjoying it. Of course, I watch every Monday, and if I can on Thursdays. So uh, definitely, uh, let's watch it together, guys. It'll be fun. Uh, but so next you- week we'll we'll watch another YouTube uh, match. I was gonna say, so you don't want us to tell you that Kenta came in and destroyed half the roster, and then brought in uh, Minoru Suzuki with him. Yep, breaking breaking all boundaries in New Japan between Bullet Club and, and Suzuki Goon. Yeah, they just and showed then, up. They showed up without warning and beat up everybody. And then we don't need to tell you that FTR showed up. Yep. Okay. We won't. We won't make mention of that. We won't mention any of that. Any of those spoilers for you. Nope. Um. Okay. Sure. Uh. Don't tell me any of that. But everybody else, stay tuned and watch 9 p.m. Eastern time, because you know we're not monsters that live in other zip codes, uh, area codes. I mean time zones. Sorry, English is not my first language. Check it out right now, TV. Uh, and so, yeah, guys, uh, the road to uh, WrestleMania uh, is upon us. Uh, and we're almost to that time. So, guys, it's, it's time to predict the very first Royal Rumble in COVID, in the COVID era. Can we really believe that, that? Who knew that... The new era for WWE will be called the COVID era. You know, I mean, mm. there's, you know, the attitude era, the ruthless aggression era. Uh, I don't know whatever they call this era. And now we have the, COVID. the PG era. PG. Oh, yeah, the PG know. era. I mean, um, we're kind of out of the PG era now. We're kind of transitioning into, you know, the Thunderdome era, as they'd probably like to call it, rather than the COVID era. But. Yeah, probably. Um, kind of like it. Kind of has a decent ring to it. The Thunderdome era. Yeah. Uh, so as we head to the uh, to to this, uh, let's take a look at the matches that we have so far and kind of see what type of predictions we can make. Uh, before we do that, though, I want to get one last thought from you guys, and this is about the Alexa Bliss Randy Orton feud. That basically has been main eventing Monday Night Raw over the last month or so. And it's very interesting because it, what is the payoff? Is the payoff a match between Alexa and Orton, or is it is the payoff the Fiend versus Orton? The Fiend returns and fights Orton again. You I know, like because like. I mean, it's it seems like it should be in theory. It should be Alexa versus Orton, but I don't know if we're ever going to see that in WWE uh, a true intergender match. Yeah, I don't either. I, I definitely do think that this is really uh, the build to making uh, making Bray Wyatt the Fiend a true true babyface, but you need a true underdog, uh, and here you get Alexa, who's uh, you know, the size of a child, getting, you know, you know def- trying to defend the Fiend's honor and blaming the bad boy in, in, in the playground, Randy Orton, for 
taking him away, I think, yeah, I think everything will build to a return of The Fiend. I think The Fiend will return at WrestleMania, not WrestleMania, at the Royal Rumble. Uh, and uh, basically, you know, el- eliminate, be responsible for eliminating Randy Orton, to which then will lead to uh, their match at the WrestleMania. That's my prediction. But yeah, how about you, Eric? How, how have you been enjoying this blissful feud? I like it. Um, much like y'all, I don't think that it's ever going to lead into an Alexa Bliss versus um, Orton feud. Or, or not feud, I'm sorry, because they kind of are feuding. A match. Um, WWE is not... No, they're not going to let that happen. Um, not with their investors and all that. But um, it's been really fun. Honestly, Alexa's character work has transcended you know just the goddess of wwe or uh the harley quinn of wwe or even you know glitter glit sparkle bliss um this is a character that we're not used to seeing for females and when when we all started thinking about you know sister abigail it was i don't know about you guys but i was 100 percent on board with it was being nikki cross um and it's ironic to me that it still kind of started around with Nikki, but I like this. I like this. I think it's going to lead to uh, Fiend and Randy. I don't necessarily know if it's Rumble. I feel like the build from WrestleMania 20 with Kane and Undertaker, I feel like that's probably something that they could do here. Like, you know, 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. And then, and then the, you know, the lights cut out for Bray, but nothing happens. And Orton's like, where, where is he? Where is he? Where is he? And somebody tosses him out. And then leading up to WrestleMania, we don't see the Fiend. And, you know, Orton's like, well, I'm going to win this match. The Fiend's dead. I burned him alive. Alexa's lying. Alexa's playing mind games. And then wham, bam, here's the Fiend. And we're gonna job out Orton. I that's that's just the way that I see it playing out, and I could be completely wrong. But um, I want more from this. I I never thought I'd want to watch Randy Orton and like actually watch Randy Orton. But it's been like a purpose. Yeah, like purposefully watch Randy Orton. But this has been actually a very good feud, especially after what we got last year with. The greatest wrestling match ever. Yeah. Yeah. And how about, because this is kind of tricky how they're doing it, the the Alexa Bliss switch. She goes from from Alexa to the, um, the, you know, I guess to the Fiend version of Alexa to the weird version of Alexa. uh, So, on camp. Yeah, I kind of uh, equated it to like the three faces of Foley, but it's, you know, we started out in the match with Funhouse Alexa, or she calls it the Playhouse, so Playhouse Alexa, and then we got the goddess of WWE, Alexa, where she was playing like she had no idea what was happening and that she needed help, and she was scared, and then we got 
I don't want to say Sister Abigail Alexa, but I, Fiend Alexa, I guess. But like, it's fantastic. It's it, like the match Monday where she threw Oscar out of the ring and then she's just on a rocking horse. Like that's fantastic. <laughs> I don't I don't know what else to say. It's just fantastic. It's a lot of interesting yeah. stuff, and it's definitely showing. Alexa's versatility as a character. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and a range. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, d- I definitely enjoyed it. I like it. But all right. Time for predictions. The, the Royal Rumble happening this Sunday live from um, on WWE Network and uh, I pay-per-view. Well, not pay-per-view. In real pay-per-view. Uh, from the Thunderdome. Uh, in front of a sellout record crowd, zero people. But I'm sure the the, the screens uh, in the Thunderdome will be uh, fully sold out. Of course, uh, this is also the uh, the first ever Royal Rumble match in history to happen without Pat Patterson mm-hmm. in person. Of course, Pat Patterson, the person. Uh, who created the Royal Rumble match? Uh, and so, I would I would expect some type of nice tribute uh, to Pat. Uh, so for for this uh, show, so that definitely uh, will be nice. Uh, I may shed a tear, but here we go. Uh, in no particular order, first uh, for the uh, WWE Women's Tag Team Championship, Oscar and Charlotte Flair. Versus Nia Jax yeah. and Shayna Baszler. God, I know Danny. Good people in this fucking match. Danny has to watch a Charlotte Flair match because and a Nia know. Jax match. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. And on the complete uh, opposite end of the spectrum, he loves Shayna and Oscar. Yeah. Which is why he has to. It's like I, I think uh, Danny could live without watching Shayna Baszler wrestle. Like he's not gonna skip an Oscar because he's not ready to skip an Oscar match. Uh, 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 why do they hate me so? <laughs> uh, uh. So what's gonna happen is Shane is gonna turn on Nia, Oscar's gonna turn on Charlotte. They're gonna beat the hell out of their partners, and then Oscar's yep. gonna hand Shane the other tag team title. And we'll call there it. Again. There you go. There you go. That's exactly that's what's the only that's the only real way it can end. That would actually be a damn good tag team. Um, unfortunately, I think that Oscar and Charlotte retain. Yeah, I think the champions retain in this one and keep their weird, weird union going. Their friendship that wasn't a friendship until Charlotte mm-hmm. came back, and then they were friends. Yeah. Yeah. I I think that they they will lose their match here. I think okay. that Oscar and Charlotte would lose the match. I think I think we're heading. I'm fearing that we're heading towards uh, another possible WrestleMania match between Oscar and Charlotte for the uh, women's championship. I will kill myself. Uh, you know. Because what what would be WrestleMania be without a coronation of Charlotte Flair? Good. That's what it would be. It would be good. Yeah. I, I know, but I'm I'm trying to think it from the release point of view. 
Okay, what would Vince McMahon do? And, Put Charlotte uh, over. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So, I, you know, all right. So that's that's where we're going. All right. Next up, uh, Drew McIntyre uh, will defend the WWE Championship against Bill Goldberg. Drew McIntyre is next. Uh, no, Goldberg's next because Drew's going to play more him within the first couple minutes of the match and win it that way. Basically how he defeated uh, Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania 36. Yeah, 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 pretty much. In in Thunderdome light? Well, it wasn't the Thunderdome, it was... The, the, the place that became the, the, the CWC before it was the CWC. Um, yeah. Here's your winner and the new what? WWE no. champion. It's going to be Drew. No ways. The Miz. You think he's going to cash in on Drew? Hell yeah. It doesn't matter who wins. Goldberg's either going to beat the shit out of Drew McIntyre to the point where he can barely stand, or Drew's going to barely pull out a dub over, you know, Goldberg after Goldberg hits him with 86 spears and three jackhammers, maybe a gorilla press slam, who knows. But either way, they're going to be completely destroyed, and then... Joe Mo and the Miz are gonna hit the ring, and Miz is walking into WrestleMania. Your WWE champion. I think okay, you no. said the same thing for the last show, though, didn't you? Uh, who did Drew face in the last pay per view? No, I mean was... the Miz was supposed to win and oh. walk out with the belt, but he didn't. Well, you know, Miz is just biding his time. We're we're. Listen, We're on Miz's time. This is Miz's world. We're just all living in it. So you you also Ugh. said that Johnny Gargano and uh, uh, S. Austin Theory were going to win the Dusty Classic. And- well, they also got cheated, uh, but the Miz hasn't been cheated. Um, he is just methodically right. picking his time into where and when he wants to cash in, and I believe that this is the perfect opportunity to. Okay, well, assuming that you are correct. Correct. Uh, and uh, The Miz catches in and wins. It'd be funny if Goldberg beat McIntyre and then The Miz defeated Goldberg. Yeah. Uh, but regardless, uh, so if you were to win, it'd be even funnier. Let's say that the Royal Rumble matches were was last. If Drew McIntyre entered the Royal Rumble... Won the Royal Rumble and then went on to face Miz at WrestleMania to Claymore him a few times. So, I, I know I just said Miz was going to walk into Mania, but real talk, like I do think Miz is going to cash in Sunday. I don't think he makes it to WrestleMania as the champion. He'll either lose it. I at, mean, no. he'll either lose it at Chamber or Fastlane. Um, It'd be funny in, cha- in the Chamber because you know he's going to try. If he does become champion, he will. Do I think the skits of him trying to convince the new officials, or at this point Adam Pierce, to uh, to allow John Morrison to be one of these other five uh, performers, so he can protect them. I mean, look, I mean, there's entertainment in a Miz title run because him and John Morrison. Is there though? There is. Oh, one hundred percent. 
It's a hundred percent. The chase against the chicken heel and him and John Morrison just are like perfect people to just, you know, run amok. And just think of the I song that we're going to get when Miz cashes in. And wins. Look, the Grammys were postponed because they wanted to wait until the Miz's coronation. So he, they, when he goes and re- accepts his uh, Grammy award, he can do it as WWE champion. Precisely. Exactly. You, you should, See, I've even got you on board now, Patrick. Let's go. Miz, okay, yeah, Miz title be, reign. It would have been better if you had said correct instead of precisely, but sure. Um, we're, we're here we're for going. it. We're here okay. for it. Next up, the tribal chief at the head of the table and your United States, United States <laughs> Universal Champion, Roman Reigns, will wrestle against Adam. P- no, no, never mind. Kevin Owens. Uh, we all thought we were going to get that Adam Pierce match, you fools. There was no way they were going to let him wrestle. I'm sorry. Scrap that. He can stay uh, all suited up. Um, but yeah, Roman Reigns against Kevin Owens in the last man standing match. Mm-hmm. Um, Roman Reigns, no question about it. I, I say give me all of 2021 with Roman Reigns as the, the, the universal champion. Yeah. Our tribal chief, our head of the table, Roman Reigns, without a shadow of a doubt, walks out of the Royal Rumble as your reigning, defending, undisputed WWE Universal Heavyweight Champion of the World. Couldn't the couldn't the Miz technically cash in on him though? I don't know because I feel you like. But, but so see, if, the way if that it's they a last made man it standing seem... match, you're going to get the crap beat out of you. That would seem like a per- even to win, you're barely standing. I think that would be a perfect time to come in and and swoop in and pick the pick the bones. Okay, but the way that they, to me, the way that they made it seem this year is that it was only able to be cashed in on the brand that you were on. Because otherwise, what if Asuka didn't want Becky to hand her the Raw Women's title? I guess. Who She's doesn't like, want to be? Who doesn't want to get the title though? Well, I mean, yeah, but like, what if Oscar was like that? Was what was in the that the title was what was in the case? That was the whole gimmick. Okay, it wasn't that there was actually a title, uh, a Money in the Bank cash in in the case. It was the belt itself. I mean, yeah. it it could happen. I, I I think that they're gonna roll with Miz on Raw because they just brought him over, um, but I mean, you never know. I'm I'm. Wow, you kind of kind of threw a wrinkle into my plan there. Yeah, oh. well, you know, Danny has to watch his Charlotte Flair match, so he's gonna make everybody else miserable. There you go. Yeah, if he's gotta be miserable, everybody else. Uh, yep. All right, so thirty women in the Royal Rumble match so far announced. Uh, Nia Jax, Charlotte Flair, Bianca Belair, Bailey, Mandy Rose, Dana Brooke, Peyton Royce, Alexa Bliss, Shayna Baszler, Liv Morgan, Ruby Riot, and Tamina because Tamina still employed. because Tamina still has a job. Yeah, I noticed her name and was like, what? Yeah. So again, look, Charlotte and Oscar 
lose their belts. Charlotte wins the Royal Rumble. She no. has to WrestleMania. Uh, not again. Come on. You think Charlotte's double dipping? Back to back. Yeah, she look, she came back just in time for it. Patrick, I will literally hunt you down if Charlotte wins this match. Look. I'm sorry. I can't help it. It's just it makes sense. It no. Does not. No, it doesn't. <laughs> the only just, female that makes sense to win this match is Bianca Belair. What would Vince McMahon do? That's what you get. Think they about it are from pushing that Bianca area. Belair to the moon. That's yeah. what he would do. Is he would push I, the person that he's pushing to the moon? He probably doesn't even watch SmackDown. He's just letting Daniel Bryan do whatever he wants. That's why it's good. That's why. Look, think when things are good, Vince McMahon has probably. Well, I'm gonna. I mean, this is just people's perception. I'm not buying this whole thing, but in most people's perception, if something is good. Then Vince is not involved. So, anyways, who do you guys predict will win the women's Royal Rumble match? Bianca Belair. I would like it to be if they're going to. I think Shayna Baszler needs. She came up runner up last year. I think she could win it this year. I'd be okay with. I'd be okay with Shayna. Some will say she should have won last year. But... She definitely yes, should have. She should have won, yeah. Okay. Um, and the men's battle royal, uh, battle royal, royal Rumble uh, announced uh, Daniel Bryan, Bobby Lashley, AJ Styles, Randy Orton, Otis, The Miz, Jay Uzo, Cesaro, Jeff Hardy, Sami Zayn, Dolph Ziggler. Shinsuke Nakamura, Big E, John Morrison, Sheamus, Mustafa Ali, and making his second return, he's returned once again at the Royal Rumble, the rated R superstar, Edge. As we listen to some nice background music. Yes, some Star Wars music. Um, I, uh... I think it's going to be Daniel Bryan. I think this is his year to win it. So I got bored earlier and just looked up like betting odds for a rumble on Vegas sports books and stuff. It's a tie right now. The betting money is a tie between Bryan and Edge. Um, I don't necessarily believe Edge is going to win the rumble. Um, it'd be great uh, for for Edge. Um, definitely would be worth a you know. It would be WrestleMania moment worthy. Um, I have been the last couple of weeks torn between Cesaro, Nakamura, and Daniel Bryan. Um, uh, I've been hating this because I knew I was going to have to make a pick, and I just... (sighs) I'm going, Brian. It's the last thing he has to accomplish in WWE. 
That would be nice. It would be nice. I mean, but then again, you're teasing people. I mean, you're giving people what they've been wanting for a few for the last few years before last year. Um, I'll never forget that in twenty was it was it sixteen where he he fought Bray in the opening match of Mania or um, shit Rumble. And then number 30 was rolling around, and the entire crowd is chanting Daniel Bryan from the time that number 29 got into the ring until three, two, one, and then Booyaka, Booyaka, and the entire crowd shit on Rey Mysterio. Booed Rey Mysterio out of that building. And and it wasn't even Rey's fault. (laughs) But you should put a heel in that. God, yeah. That heel, like, could you just imagine, like, Brian's music hitting and then Miz walking out? My God. Oh, it would have been beautiful. But, you know, I'm not on the booking committee, so I – my ideas are meaningless. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. I I, got to go with Brian, I guess. Yeah. Um, My heart will always say Brian. Um. But uh, yeah, I, I I have no clue who could do this. Uh, and so many different ways you could go around this. Um, uh, yeah, I'm gonna go with my heart and say Brian, but I think it might be somebody else. So I don't know if you guys have like heard, but Russ, one of the dirt sheets posted something about. There's been something floating around the creative room that makes them nervous and that it's a real possibility of it happening. Um, I don't know what it could be, but if if it's making dirt sheets nervous, that's probably a bad idea. (laughs) Well, then why haven't they told us anything about it if it's it's making them nervous? (sighs) I don't know. You got to call the hotline, brother. One nine hundred nine zero nine ninety nine hundred. Yeah. Kids got to get your parents' permission. It's a dollar ninety nine a minute. You'll never believe yeah. what's being floated around backstage. You never believe who may be joining the NWO. <laughs> uh. Well, we we sh- we shall see. Uh but man, I'm I'm really looking forward to um, to the show and who could make it, who is going to, uh, you know, who is going to make a surprise appearance. I mean, your options are, are limited with COVID, I reckon. So, but yeah, yeah, I don't think we'll see any legends this year, any of any of that kind of fun stuff. But maybe some nice returns. Yeah, I mean, I don't know where Kofi is in his. Uh... Kofi is not going to be at the Rumble. He's already said that. Uh, well, they put him with a poster, so I don't know. Booker T also said he wasn't going to be there too, but don't count him out. <laughs> That's fact. Yeah. Give me some more Joe, baby. Give me some more Joe. There you go. He'll be there. Didn't he get fired? No, he's on the Rock commentary team. Mojo. Oh, you said Samoa Joe. I'm sorry. I thought you said Mojo. I was like, Mojo Raleigh? Why the fuck would you want him in the Rumble? Mojo. 
No, Samoa Joe. Yeah, I thought she said Mojo. God, okay. That makes a lot more sense, and I'm okay with that. Don't please don't don't do that to me, man. We're gonna get the return of Corey Graves. That's what it is. There you that's go. The, that's the surprise being floated around creative is Corey Graves is gonna enter and win the rumble. Yeah. Book it. Oh, and the one thing I did want to say, I want to see in the women's rumble, I want an iconic spot. That's it. Mm. Well, we'll see. Well, we'll have to find out live uh on the WWE network. Uh, for the last time uh, in the next three, five years, as in the next five years, you'll be able to go to um, the uh, the soon to be award winning Peacock streaming service. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, and, well, that is the show for tonight. Before we get kicked out of, uh, of the room, uh, so thank you all for listening. Uh, and uh, we, we'll see where we are. So check out the show. Thank you for uh, listening once again. Make sure you check out the backlog uh, on the uh, Podbean app. We're available not only on Podbean, but iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, Amazon, Google Play. Uh, and yeah, follow us on the Twitter machine at uh, FOW Radio. Danny's on Twitter at Danny F in Danger. Mika, who's not here, is also on Twitter at Mika Villas. Eric's on Twitter at EJ423X. I'm on Twitter at YellowmanPA. And until next time, keep watching wrestling. <laughs>